to some scary movie. You like scary movies? Uh-huh. What's your favorite scary movie? Uh, I don't know. You have to have a favorite. What comes to mind? Um, Halloween. You know, the one with the guy in the white mask who walks around and stalks babysitters. I'm Shah. I'm Ollie. And we are Creeping It in the Family, a podcast where we dish details about all things horror. Episode 67. Episode 67. You're next. Good choice. It was a Great good choice. choice. It was a solid choice, to be fair. It was, quite... it was better than I remembered it, to be honest. I've, I remember watching it the first time and I, I, did, re- I did really enjoy it. But I, I think since, since we started the podcast and I've watched a vast majority more horror films than what I normally would. Yeah. The standards like standards slightly the, the, dropped off the show. I, 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 I think I think it's honestly quite hard to make a good horror. It's 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 a it it's a hard genre to nail because it's just it, it's so hard to not follow cliches and it like but then sometimes you can follow them and pull off. So it's it, it's a hard genre I think to get a good film and this this was definitely probably oh, is is it better than The Strangers for me? I it, I enjoyed it because essentially it's a home invasion film. That's that's. Yeah. I know that's not what it is, but that's what the task yeah. of the killers are, is to invade the home and fucking kill everyone yeah. inside. Yeah, it was, it was good, and I really enjoyed watching it. I only saw it the once, I mean, before I remembered it. It was a while ago, so when I actually watched it again, I was like, oh, that, that was good. It has a very Strangers-esque setting, doesn't it? Like, yeah. Especially the start of the film, like this cabin in the woods type of feel to it. My fear is now that when we pick... Like, at home, when I was with other people, we were like, I was playing Billy Big Bollocks because I was like, oh yeah, yeah, I've got two other people in the house. Yeah, you've got to watch Now I've got to watch horror now. films by myself. So you'll be picking all the fucking shite ones. In the daytime. You'll be picking scary movie, let me guess next yeah. week, scary movie two. <laughs> two, three, yeah. might go haunted house. We can change it up a little bit. But yeah, it'll be all right. Oh, we still haven't watched day. Haunted House. We still haven't watched Haunted House, and that's not my selection. I don't think I've seen that from start to finish now. So but I've seen, I've seen clips of it, and I, I do really want to I think watch I it. like it just as much as I That'll like That'll be mine for the movie. week after, so remember that. Okay. Haunted House is Haunted not House. Pick. I like that idea. So, it starts off with a questionable sex scene. That's all we see when we open the door. And we... <laughs> Because I'd not watched this before, I was like, right, what do these two people have to do with this story? And I was sitting there trying to like, get invested, and I was like, well, we don't really know them. It's open with a sex scene. And I was quite disappointed by that. I was like, oh, is it going to be one of these films? Yeah. And so I was sitting there. So she's definitely not happy after that sex. Walking around a cabin whilst um, the guy's in the shower. We don't know these two people, do we? The, 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 the guy's Eric, I believe. Because I, I think they said in the story, the guy, Eric, was... He used to have a wife, and then he cheated on her with his college, this college student, who is who is the other person who's at that house yeah. at that current time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But essentially, all they are was neighbours. But what I'm glad you brought that up because what I there were definitely plenty of viable reasons as to why they killed the neighbours, but it's never really explained in the film. No. Um, my best, well, it's not best guess because. I'd imagine the obvious answer is they kill them so that it's two less people. That eliminates other people. It eliminates other people and. Like we obviously saw that you can make it on foot to the neighbor's house from where this the, the whole mm. the whole night happened. I mean, do you think that's where they were staying? Because one of them was staying in the house, weren't they? Potentially, yes. But what? I th- yeah, I I thought either it's being used as a safe house, like for the killers. Yeah. Thought. But what the, the thing you've got to, you, you learn this when you get towards the end of the film, and then when you rewatch it, because I've seen it before, and I know I know what the motive of the killers was. Which, if he hasn't seen it, basically, it's this really rich family who um, who have got all the family around for the mum and dad's anniversary. And two of the siblings and one of the siblings' partners plot to... They, they pay these killers. Um, well, they haven't paid them yet. The, the idea is they're going to get them to kill the family. I like it was a random attack, and then they get paid out the inheritance from yeah. all the rich family. Um, but for, from what it seems to me is, for one, we learn that the killers are ex, at least ex- armed forces but I think for them to have the skills and that that they did it'd be special forces yeah. so they're, they're like contracted essentially they're assassins they're being paid to kill X amount of people so as an assassin you want to do as little killing as possible or you seriously up the price if you're yeah. because you'd be you give them a set amount of people or a set person like you would a hitman and say this person wants to be dead if you then had two other people who are especially who are completely unrelated to the whole story you'd either bump up your price or refuse to do it and just say mm-hmm. no nah, I'm not killing like that's unnecessary so I was a bit 
I was a bit, I, I, there were obviously are plausible reasons, but I was thinking, and I, I wish I'd have explained it in the film, like, why did they have to kill those two people? Yeah, it was an interesting one. I mean, it gave us an opening scene, I suppose, because those that family were the only family in the story, mm. if that makes sense. So they had to have an opening scene about something to make them understand what was going on. Even if you kidnapped them and, and like, bound, like, tied them up and um, gagged them and then chucked them down in the basement, because they're wearing the mask so they can't mm. see anything, the... It's not like they didn't want to be seen at all because the surviving siblings from this attack would have been able to identify that they were wearing farm masks, like animal masks or whatever. So for me as an assassin, I'd just want to be like, right, I want to do as little killing as possible. I only want to kill the way I absolutely have to kill. Yeah, I can, just, I can just kidnap these people, leave them down there, and then it's one less murder charge if push comes to shove. Or it's, it's one less place for all your fingerprints and blood to be if, yeah. you just, if you just kidnap them and hide them somewhere. Yeah, because they make out like they're panicked about the DNA and stuff later mm, on. But yeah. actually, I bet they've left DNA fucking everywhere. Well, well yeah, that, that's what I mean. Before, and they weren't really bothered about it. Once a brother died, one of the killers, it, that the, the, his blood would have been everywhere. So even if they chased the body and moved it back, they'd have had to have cleaned that house top to bottom. Like, yeah. It's a big open house. There was a lot of blood. Were, the fucking kills in this film were so good. They I forgot. Sick. I forgot how good they was. So, yeah, it would have... It's definitely not something that I'm, I'm not like nitpicking at the film and saying, oh, it could have been better because of this. It's just something that I wish to delve into a bit more. Yeah. But they didn't need to. It didn't take yeah. it away from it. But it was just... It was just a bit it, of a random... If it was my first time watching it, I'd have never thought to fucking question it because you don't learn what the killer's motives are till the end. It could have been like they were, I don't know, even... I, I don't know. It could have been that they were like a cousin or something yeah. like that and they were just getting rid of the family members, yeah. but they didn't. So she's walking downstairs. She goes and gets a glass of orange juice and she turns the light on and your next is painted no that's a lie she just gets killed doesn't she, she she gets killed off screen yeah and then the guy gets the guy comes the in grabs the orange juice cuz he's just got out of the shower and then when the lights turn on it says your next on the window painted in her blood yeah. he looks over the window she's laid on the floor dead and then he gets a machete to the face and that sort of paints our opening mm. scene it's quick it's to the point there's no the differences between this film and the strangers the Strangers, it, it's menacing. The, the Strangers is pure suspense. Yeah, what, it's teasing. What, what, what The Strangers lacked for action and uh, inventive kills. But that that won't work in The Strangers because The Strangers wasn't about that. It was about That's what I mean. suspense. It was... yeah. It's like these two films complement each other quite a lot. Like what the what, what one doesn't what your, have. yeah what one doesn't have so Yonex doesn't have the built up suspense and the sheer terror stuff just kind of came out of nowhere catching you off guard but they want a build up for it yeah um like that works perfectly for Yarnex whereas a long suspense won't have because it needs the action whereas Strangers if there was loads of action it it takes away from the suspense so it's yeah. even though the two similar films in what they're trying to do overall and the setting that they're in I think they both work well like, I think it's yeah. hard to compare them. So we then cut to a couple driving to a gorgeous country house and the door is open and it splits between this older couple, which is Aubrey and the dad. I don't remember. I don't know the dad's name. I, 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 don't, I don't remember many of them. But names. then the younger couple is the son of Aubrey and the dad, Crispin, and the girlfriend, Erin. So they're driving and I'm presuming that they're meeting the family for the first time. The pa- I think the partners are, yeah, because they're all introduced. Yeah. yeah they're all introduced. Um, like, they all say, this is my girlfriend, and you won't say that if, if it weren't your first time. Meeting yeah. Them. So the wife is convinced that someone is in the house, and the husband goes around to check things. Now, this is interesting, because this I just feel like this wasn't thoroughly explored either. The wife is on some sort of medication. Yeah, the, 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 thing, the thing about this film is... You're right. The, the, I, the, the reason I liked it is because... There's so much mod that meets the eye to the family like this. Uh, the, the, I don't think there's been a sequel. I'm pretty certain there's never. They been were going to do a sequel, uh, but they they haven't. And that that family had so much. The, the acting was done really well. I've got it down in my notes somewhere that it that, that it's really believable mm. family acting. Like you've got your little bitchiness between siblings. There's that deeper underlying issue of jealousy throughout your whole life while yeah. growing up in someone's shadow. The mum and dad is. They're a happy couple, and they're both nice, which I like. There's no character now no. wanting to die, really. Um, except the big, I think it was the oldest brother who fucking was always on the line. But even to, even towards the end, though, like I, I felt a bit bad for him when he died, when he got stabbed. But they, they, they just seem so much more beneath the surface. But the film obviously isn't long enough, and yeah. there isn't a sequel, and they're all dead to delve into it. <laughs> 
So yeah. really. Yeah, but I, I like that, that. This is what I mean. I, that, that I think the characters in this film, like they all had their own in, in, individual character. Yeah, like, they did. Like the brother that was in on it, that one Aaron's boyfriend. He was kind of the. He was just a massive fucking pussy, basically. That's what Felix. Like, yeah, like he, 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 you could tell he was the type of person who thinks he's got big bollocks, but when push comes to shove, he's a little fairy, he's a girl. Well, you could see it, you know, a bit later on when it, it's before all the killings start happening, but one of them picks up a photo frame and it's of the whole family, and you can see in the the family dynamics within the photo frame. So, like the oldest brother, Drake, Drake. is really close to the mum and dad. Yeah, and then you've got the daughter Amy who's also close and then you've got Crispin sort of off to the left and then you've got Felix far right and yeah. he's sort of branched away from yeah. the family and he looks a lot sadder what what I don't know if you, is this only the second time you watched it or the most second. recent time did you remember the ending when you watched the film you remembered who was involved in it like Felix so there's quite a few there's quite a few films where things like that happen so it turns out that somebody in the family was in on it and I couldn't quite remember I had an inkling that yeah, the feel that it was Felix that was in it, but I couldn't say a hundred percent because there's a lot of films like that who that are in the exact same border. See, I, I remembered like the, the twist towards the end and stuff. I remembered it all, and it's actually it, it's actually quite um, refresh like not refreshing. I can't think of the word, but there's so many not so many signs, but it's quite a few signs. What what's Aaron's boyfriend called? Erin. Erin. Crispin. Crispin. Yeah, Erin. It's not Aaron. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah, Erin. Oh, and then Crispin. Erin and Crispin. It sounds like, Aaron, yeah, yeah, it sounds like Aaron. So Crispin, um, like, throughout the first uh, phase of the film where he's mostly involved in it, where he don't go missing for the rest of it, it, it there's so many signs where you just, if you if you don't know the story and what happens at the end, you'd never guess twice. You, you won't even, like, go over it and think, that was a bit weird. But then there's other moments where I think, God, the film actually gave us quite a few yeah. hints that he's seriously dodgy, like... For one, the, the way he acts with Erin when he gets to the house, and like you, you can just tell he's unsettled. He's not, he's not happy. He's, he's, he's on edge. Yeah. But not massively, subtly. Once you know the ending, and you look further into it, you think, oh, he, he looks a bit shaky. And the night before, when he's, when him and Erin are in bed, and she's like, I can't wait for you to meet the rest of your family, your siblings and stuff. And he's like, yeah, it'll be interesting. And she's like, what do you mean? He just goes, you'll see. Like that's such a fucking red yeah. flag the way he's acting, but. Unless you know what happens at the end, you'd have never brought it See, up. See, I I, rem- I sort I sort of remembered that Felix was in on it and his girlfriend Z, but I couldn't remember Crispin's part. And then I was like, when he when he rang and I was like, as soon as she picked up Did that phone with his head in the blender, I was like, it's fucking Crispin, he's in on hell. it. Yeah, I, I, because because three quarters of the way through the film, I did think myself looking back and I was like. Where the fuck did Crispin go? That's, like, what? It's like Scream 2, Mickey, and it just fucked off. Yeah, like, where the, where the fuck did he go? And then he popped up, and I was like, oh, of course, yeah, that's that's the plan. So they, yeah, the, it's in the first, it's the first night. The wife's convinced that there's somebody in the house, and the husband goes to check around. And there's like, uh, we see, we meet Crispin and the father, and they interact, and they end up going back downstairs towards uh, his wife. But I really liked the creepy back shot from the door that was really cool that was something I picked up on it's where there's a jump scare but it's actually Crispin oh yeah yeah and that's then, but, me then up, yeah. They, but then they walk off and then the door just creaks mm. really slowly but that's where they were staying yeah that's where it's hiding so fucking hell mm. that was close dramatic uh, it seems really it, it just seems really normal doesn't it mm. when it's Crispin Erin and then the mum and dad and the may I just add the mum looks amazing for her age like I was I was sitting there and yeah. I was like you won't know what. Yeah, you will. Have you watched Sex Education? No. Have you not? No. Oh shit! Oh, that's gonna ruin my point then. But the mum in Sex Education, Gillian Anderson, she's another one of those people. She's she she looks she plays older characters, but she looks very youthful. Mm. Like you can tell she's older, but she's very youthful, yeah. and it's a weird one. And I think the mum was the same thing here. But I was just like, holy shit! So she's going to get some tea, and then there's a scary mask through the window, that was pretty cool. Yeah. But she just ignores it and cracks on and goes back into the other room. So the brothers seem a little bit estranged. This is where we meet Drake and Kelly for the first time. So there's Drake, Kelly, Erin and Crispin right now. And it's little things like uh, they were all talking about, uh, it was something about rabbit punch. Like they were talking about, um, she's Australian Erin, isn't she? Yeah. So they were on about, I think it was like kangaroos boxing and stuff yeah. like that. And Drake's like, oh, what about this? What about this? And he's like punching at Crispin and he's just not having any of it. And yeah. it, 
it is quite funny. It's typical sibling. The, the small talk between them and that is... Uh, the, this, you see it in horrors all the time when... Maybe it's just bad acting and not necessarily bad writing, but you can tell when like two characters are supposed to be bickering with each other, and it just sounds so. And I, I know I always Forced. yeah, and it sounds very. And this is, it doesn't just happen in America, but it's it feels very Americanized. Like when they're like, yeah. oh, well, you stink," kind of thing, and it's like, yeah. oh, they, but whereas no, this, you're was, a dick. whereas this was like proper witty, like back and forth. Even when it was at a dinner table and going back and forth, yeah. it, it felt like a, a a real argument between the two brothers. It. The, the Drake did whatever his actor's called. I'm awful I don't with know the actor. But he played he played his part really yeah, well. Yeah, he did. I agree. It was they they all played well. To mm. be fair, they were good. So Erin goes to the neighbor's house for some milk, and that's when I realised that the dead guy was the neighbour. Yeah. Because I didn't pick that oh, up before, and I was like, and I saw him stand uh, sitting there in the chair, and I was like, oh shit, right, that's Eric, that's yeah. that's the dead guy, and then on the way back, Amy and her boyfriend Tarek. And then Felix and his girlfriend Z come in as well. So all the family are together. Uh, Drake winding Tarek up about the filmmaking at the dinner table just made me piss. That, that, like... made, that, that made him a prick, like, because that, that, he was doing that to someone who wasn't related to. That was his sister's boyfriend who was meeting for the first yeah. time and he's starting to go in on about. But So, like, Drake's character's kind of the one who is a massive lick ass to his mum and dad. Yeah. Which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but. Is is a massive kiss ass to his mum and dad, and then I I got the impression from the way the way that he um, the way that he perceived himself was he he likes to make other people feel bad, but that's because he's not happy with his own life. So yeah. rather than looking on himself and being like, "What am I doing?" or put other people's life down to make it sound like they're beneath him, do you know yeah. what I mean? Rather than answering to himself. Well, clearly things aren't great between him and Kelly because he tries to. Yeah, yeah, Kelly's exactly. Like, no. I think this is another. This is and the, the the film does this. So this is what I mean by good character development. It, it you get an impression of what his current state like state like life state is yeah. without having to look at the past ten years of his life without having to get it in dialogue. He doesn't say to anyone, "Yeah, me and Kelly are bad," or "I'm, I'm struggling." Yeah, I, don't know, yeah. I, I might be losing my job. Whatever you can just tell by the way that he's acting and and like you said, the, the small little scenes with Kelly when she she refuses to take off her bra and stuff and she's not in the mood. Yeah. That he's unhappy in his life or his life isn't where he wanted it to be. So he takes out on others who pro- pr- pretty much look happier than he is, like his sister with a new boyfriend yeah. who, who was into his film festivals and stuff, a little indie film. So he was on about underground, wasn't he? And he's like, yeah, what? He's like, do you watch show underground? underground? <laughs> yeah, just, just being, he's being a prick, but he's not making, he's not being actually nasty. He's just, you can see he's fishing essentially. Yeah, he's, he's just, he's a wind up merchant. He's, yeah, he's fishing for, for one of them to buy it. Yeah, but then he, so once he's finished with Tarek, he then moves on to Erin and he's like, oh, so you were one of. Crispin students and can I just add this is fucking weird regardless of whether they were in college or not like teacher student relationships just should not be romanticised on film this this, I think this is creepy so it does its job right but you know there's films like Pretty Little uh, TV shows like Pretty Little Liars and um, loads of different things where teacher-student relationships are romanticised and it it is literally the most disgusting thing (laughs) not only that but it's completely, it is, well, near enough, apart from a select few people who find that sort of thing something yeah. to get off on. It's like, no, you you, you don't even think like that. Yeah. Because you're busy usually bollocking them or trying to put full stops in the sentences. Like, n- none of that should ever arise. But uh, Crispin is sort of like, you know, she was my teacher as uh, teaching assistant. Because they do that in college. So she would do, she was doing a master's. But then, like, you could pick a higher-end student to become your teaching assistant for lower classes in college. And then he says, oh, but we, we stopped that because we felt it was inappropriate. inappropriate. And then Drake's like, yeah, it's inappropriate. Yeah, like, under his breath. But he's not fucking wrong. So he goes very unprofessional, doesn't he? Yeah, very unprofessional. <laughs> It's not wrong, but it's one of them things. He just he loves to, he loves it. to put his fifty p in Donnie and give his opinion when you don't necessarily need to. And you could the way that uh, is it Chris Crispin Crispin yeah Crispin acts is Crispin acts like someone who's got a fucking lot on his yeah. a lot on his mind when right he now. does <laughs> exactly that's what I mean like the, that's what I'm saying about the signs were there that he knew something was about to go down. Do you know what I think of whenever I hear Crispin or whenever I hear somebody say it? You know, Daddy Daycare where he's like, "See you tomorrow, Crispin." No, I haven't seen that film in years. <laughs> I that, that kid Crispin that kicks everyone. <laughs> I haven't seen it in years. I can't even tell but, what happened in that film. But every time that Crispin was mentioned, all I just kept thinking was, see you tomorrow, Crispin. 
spin. <laughs> and I was just pissing myself. But anyway, the, this argument ensues. Everybody's kicking off. And Tarek seems to notice something and walks out. Well, he walks out towards the window. So he walks towards the window. And then you just hear this like really swift shot. And yeah. like everybody's still arguing. But then people start looking over. Like Erin starts looking and things yeah. like that. And I, he's got an arrow through his head. So that's what, what was his sister called? Amy. So it was Amy's boyfriend, the fil- the filmmaker. First who, one to go. Who was the first one to bite, bite the bullet. Bob Bell. And, and then it just gets fucking chaotic, as it would at the dinner table. So people are screaming, running around. Everyone goes mad. Somebody gets an arrow through the leg. I think it's the dad uh, that gets an arrow through the leg. Is it? I thought Drake got one in the shoulder and that was it. Oh, was it? Yeah, I thought Drake. one... No, I, I, don't, I don't know, maybe, but I, I never saw Didn't he say, though, that dad's in no condition to walk? It was like Dad and Drake. Oh, maybe. I'm not sure. It maybe did. I might have missed it. Because when you're writing down notes and stuff yeah. is happening quick, I, I might have missed it. You might be right. This is how I saw it. So the dad got an arrow through the leg. Drake got an arrow through the back Shol- of the shoulder. Yeah, shoulder, yeah. And like, then Erin got everybody on the floor near enough and was like, no, we need to we need to calm down. Erin subtly starts taking charge of the situation. She does. It, it, it becomes more prominent as the film goes on. But and she's the a start, fucking boss. She just seems to know what to do. Or obviously no one knows what to do step by step, but she... You later find out that she was raised in, in like... by a, Her dad was a massive, like... Um, not control freak. He was very, very overprotective and basically brought her up, teaching her survivalist skills, yeah. like combat... Um, setting booby like, traps, sort of so, like yeah. what Jamie Lee Curtis did to a daughter. Yeah, pretty in, much. Yeah, in Halloween, Halloween, in the in the most recent one. But the first kill, I, I loved it. Was so, I I I think I said it in hush. I think crossbows are such a fucking boring weapon to to use, as I do with guns in um in horror films because I, I I think the idea of horror is it's it's there face to face. Whereas if you get shot with a crossbow, but the way that like the camera work when this. Um, when the, this guy got a crossbow in his head, it didn't instantly show you it. Like at first, it started looking at Erin, who looked round and just saw a bit of glass on the floor. Like, no, like you don't see it until you start to see the cast react to yeah. it. Like you see the actors, like they all start to react to it, and then he turns around and it's just straight in the middle of his forehead. So. I mean, so it's technically an off-screen kill. Really. It is. It is technically. But it's a yeah. good one. Yeah, it's, it it's really one. effectively done. The the the, the, re, the there's so many things that I think make make this film like really high up there in terms of a good horror. But the sound effects in this film, like yeah, later on when, when she punches, um, no, who is it that gets punched? Who is it that gets punched? And then they get an accident. Kelly. Kelly, is it Kelly who gets punched in an accident? Yeah. When he punches Kelly, the crunch when it hits her nose, and I was like, fucking hell, and that's just from a punch. And then the axe in the head, and you, and when she's whack, when Erin's whacking that guy with the meat, I mean, you can just hear Ugh. it all. That's what I mean. You didn't have to see everything, but you could hear exactly what was happening. And it was oh god, it was minging. Yeah, it was uh, it was minging. So they all end up in sort of like the parlor slash living room bit towards the front door, and they're all saying, you know, let's make a run for it. If we make a run for it, you know, one of us can get it. And then they're all starting to like bicker about who's the fastest. Some unnoticed first, which I fucking I, I loved about this film is. I, like I get in some horror films in some settings you won't have a cell phone signal but most of the time I just think for foot like oh how convenient you've got no signal and when they was like we ain't got a signal we ain't got a signal and I was thinking for fuck's sake like these rich families surely surely Joy, didn't know yeah. they're not going to have phone signal there and they do something about it or that co- that would have come up in conversation by now the fact that no one can have cell service don't just slap it on us at the last minute but then Felix comes across and says, "Oh, it's a cell phone jammer." Yeah, like is could it, be. It could be, yeah. And then I then I remembered that there was one in the film, and I thought, finally, a film that gives a justified reason as to why they can't make a cell phone yeah. call. I thought, fair enough. It was like, oh yeah, they're not legal, but the thirty dollars on the internet. Yeah, again, that, that's that's a fucking bit of a telltale sign, isn't it? Yeah, it was quite funny. But they're all bickering about who's the quickest and who should be able to run out. And then Aim is like, "Why does nobody ever count me? I'm the fastest." And so they're all like, "Okay, right, Aim." Me, you fucking run then. I'd have li- I'd have liked to have seen the dad um, put up more of a fight about this one. Yeah, the dad was just like, yeah, it, it, yeah, like it, it, not not because um, I think he's a bad dad, but because I actually quite liked the dad in this film, and I thought, oh, yeah, he was a good dad. I thought surely, surely as a, as a dad, even if it was shut down quickly, he was like, no, you're not going. And then everyone's like, no, she's she's the quickest. Yeah. But he was just kind of like, yeah, 
Like, yeah, I, like, I just think <laughs> any, any any dad in that situation would have been like, no, not you at first. Yeah, but it was it was a very good. This was I think this was my favorite. It was kill. a fucking insane kill. So, I, I remember watching it for the first time, and I was expecting something to happen, but not that. I was expecting what I was expecting was a door to open and a crossbow straight through. Where I thought here, here comes another crossbow. See, I was shot. expecting a gunshot, like a, a barrel of a gun, yeah. and as soon as she opened the door, it flying through her. So and I, I knew something was going to happen, but I didn't know this was going to happen, and it was fucking good. And it's just the way it's set so the idea that she's running in slow motion yeah it's really well and you just really can't well breathe because you're watching it with her and then she opens the door and flies out but just as she flies out there's a steel, steel wire steel wire yeah, that slices the throat it open. slices a throat completely and you get a good open. look at it as well you, oh you god get, yeah it's get, like it looks yeah. like the gills of a fish so that's a throat slit there's the, some of the kills in this film were, were so good so inventive yeah and so Erin goes into survival mode, the, but the mum, Aubrey, is hysterical. So they say we should take upstairs and they're like, good idea. And I was like, is it? Yeah. Is it a good idea to be alone? Yeah. No, it's not yeah, a good you idea. You think so. And fuck me, this bitch shit the life out of me when she was laid on the bed crying and then the two hands just came that, that, out. I is, was like, fuck! This is what I mean. That, that, this film, like, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't need to do stuff like that because it's a home invasion film. It should be... But the fact that the put that's like creepy paranormal ghost shit. Obviously, it's it's a person under there, but it it, it had every scare in it. Like it, it actually had like quite a scream esque scare that not a scare that shit. But do you remember later on in the film when Aaron jumps out the window and then the the killer just pokes it out the window and looks straight yeah. down? It just reminded me of like a scream set in that like. Yeah, well, I think that's what window. happened with Sydney when she jumped out the window in the first one. The scream just pops yeah. out or ghost face, doesn't it? But it was yeah, it it was a fucking good jump scare it wasn't even yeah. a jump scare it was just a scare it was a yeah. freaky scare and it did creep me out so Erin is locking up and as she's locking up she gets her hair pulled through by a guy first thing she does knife straight into the arm and the uh, then she sees the your next sign yeah. next to the mum so they hear the mum scream they all go upstairs and the mum's had a machete to the middle of the head yeah and your next is painted in blood. The next, the next bit bothers me a little bit. It's probably the biggest critique I've got about the film because this film, um, it's right from the get go. So when the mum, this is at the start of the film, when the mum hears footsteps upstairs, she's like, "Get out! We need to leave now." I was like, "Fucking hell! This, this isn't playing on cliches. Like, let's go have a quick yeah. look." She's out. No one in this film really makes stupid decisions, like really stupid decisions, except this one. So, the mum has just been killed in the house. They was all downstairs, so they know no one's come upstairs to kill her. So someone must have already been in the house to kill her. Kills her mum, everyone like goes, right, let's go back downstairs. Yeah. And one person stays behind and has a look around the room. It's it, it, Which one Kelly. was it? Kelly. Yeah, Kelly stays behind and looks around the room. I'm just thinking, come on, like, you, you now know that someone is in the house. Like, you'd stay together. You, want, you, you definitely want to stay in the room where someone's just been murdered by yourself. Yeah, so then there's a... It was creepy though when she looked under the bed. And yeah, it makes it makes for another good jump scare. It was. It was another because you don't expect anybody to be there because no. we've already had that scare. So it sort of does the double scare and you don't expect it. So Kelly runs off in a panic, and Drake runs after her but faints because he clicks the arrow against the steel wire. Yeah. And uh, he, he, he decides to pull it out yeah. finally, and then and then he faints. Passes him out. Um, Kelly ends up running to the neighbor's house, so she runs to Eric's. And she's sort of like banging on the window, like, why won't you help me? And this was really well done as well. You can just gradually see the reflection of the mask appearing up behind her. And she gets a punch straight through the window. And the crunchy way when it punches her, it's awful. And I fucking hate glass She's crawling through all the glass. Oh, it's, there's a film, what film was it? Piranha. It's Piranha 3D. And it's not even like that scary, but they're in the water and you can't see the water. And it's one of the ki- it's one of the kids. I think it's the little girl, and she's walking in the water and you can see the glass under the water and you can just see a foot go into it. And that oh, I, can't remember. I have seen that film a few it times. It creeps I can't the shit out of me. And it's just the idea of walking through glass or standing in glass. It creeps me out. But she's crawling through the glass, and uh, she she ends up getting a knife. A knife, sorry, a axe through her head like a golf club. So yeah, he I love I love the way. Yeah, he stands on his foot to keep her head still, and then literally swings it like a golf, like a golf club. I mean, and it, it was the, a quick sound. When it, it was goes a quick in. death. Oh yeah, least. she would have been painless except for crawling through the glass and yeah, apart from that, whatever else she had done to her. Got a punch. Got a punch. Did did he do what else? No, I don't think so. No, he he threw her through another set of glass. Didn't that he? was it. Yeah, he threw her through a table. 
So Crispin's car has also been destroyed at this point. So he's going, he's running to the car and he's checking everything out. And so, and that's really the last we see of him. Well, he comes back in and he gives the biggest sign. Like me knowing what happened in the film, you probably didn't think this because you forgot that he had a part to play in it. But I was thinking, you you sly little bastard when he was doing it because he he comes back in, he explains the car's fucked, blah blah blah. But then he's like, right, I've just been out there, no one was there. This is our chance to do it. I'm gonna make. I'll go out there and find someone, find help, make a sacrifice. So you, as the as the um, audience, if it was your first time watching, or you, you couldn't remember the ending, would be like, oh, what what a noble what, act, what, what a G. risking his life. Yeah, but he's at what he's actually doing is he he can't stand seeing the sight of more people dying because he's seen his mum die, his sisters, his sister die, his sister's boyfriend die, and he's he basically make like, coward. Yeah, he, he fucks off. He's, he can't deal with it anymore. So. He runs off, and that's him gone for the film. So for the film, you think, oh yeah, he's out there trying to find help. People might have thought while I was watching it for the first time, oh, he's going to come back and save the day. In the end, they'll bring a gun with him or police or something, and they'll save it at the last minute. But what he's actually doing is bottling the fact that people are dying, and it's his doing. He because he even said at the end it was his plan, so this was all his plan, and then fucking he ran off, so he didn't have to see it all go down. Yeah. So, um, the, and one of the guys comes through the window cause, and Erin manages to grab a weapon and she fucking tenderises his head. God, that was awful. It was brutal. Absolutely slaps his head with a meat hammer. Seven, and she fucking... <laughs> Absolutely double... slaps his head with a meat hammer. <laughs> and she double taps a few she times. Does. She does. Uh... Yeah, she makes sure he's dead. That I think that's the point in the film for me is like where the audience should really know, right, Erin didn't want to fuck about. Because most, yeah, she's the final most, girl. Most final girls would hit someone once and then walk away and be like, oh, we're saved. And then he'd come comes back up and attacks again but she fucking goes in on him with that hammer she does and I just love how Felix and Zia are looking at her like yeah. what the fuck but in their head they're probably thinking shit Jeez. like this could fuck the planet like yeah. how insanely good she is at killing so the dad is found by Felix and Zia because they say right you go down to the basement and we'll we'll find yeah. we'll find the dad so they find Fe- uh, Felix and Zia find him but then he gets his throat slit Pretty fucking vile as right well. Right in front of Felix. Yeah, and then the guy's there and he's like, did you have to do that right in front of me? Yeah, and then you're they, like, they, This is when you figure out that you, you kind of see it just before that line because you see uh, Z and Felix's reaction to the dad dying and they're not panicking, they're not running, they're not screaming, they're just watching him so you kind of think, well, this is a bit strange. Yeah. And then, yeah, he says, did you really have to do that right in front of me? And that's where you find out that Z and Felix are in on the act. You've got to be quite thick-skinned to see that as well, by the way. Like, the... Well, again, you don't know what's happened in the past and whether he really hates his dad, but they seem like nice people. They don't. They seem a bit, you know, like how you might look at rich people as being really naive to how the real world works. Yeah. They kind of give off that impression, but they're definitely not nasty people. They don't belittle anyone and they speak to all the kids with respect. Yeah. So it kind of made me feel sorry for mum and dad in this film. I know, they seemed really nice. I, I, one, one thing I do have to pick up on in this, uh, this whole thing is Z's character and the way she looks. I feel like they really stereotyped yeah, her as you the are one. Right. In. The gothic girl. Yeah, yeah, the gothic girl's the killer. Yeah. They did it in Scream season three as well. Like yeah. the gothic girl ended up being the killer. Spoiler alert. But it it was. Did it they was do it in like... Scream? Oh, is that the the newest with the one with Ghostface mask? Back? Yeah. Was there only two seasons of the normal Scream? Yeah. Was there? Yeah. Fucking hell. Just ran on for a very long time because yeah. we had very to. Be, I think that's the only thing we watched in like live series. Yeah. Like we were like, oh, next week's episode, next mm. week's episode. But yeah, they, you know, they they played on a being a stereotypical gothic character. It would have been interesting to see Erin and Z's roles switched around. So if the characters look like yeah, one another, yeah. didn't had it that way. But then would that have brought in a message behind the film? Like I've I've just been seeing the new Purge. And I, you didn't rate it, did you? No, it was shite. It was by far one of the worst purges. Um, and based not not to get too far into it, but basically, I will watch it. Basically, there's a moral of the story. There's a there's a deeper meaning, and the deeper meaning is <laughs> the deeper meaning is. But basically, the, it's this, the, it starts from this cowboy setting, like where there's cowboys, believe it or not, and one of them's a Mexican, and people think like he thinks he's being racially stereotyped, and like people don't like him there because he's Mexican. And then the purge happens, which in just one night, people like racist Americans make it the whole year. They don't stop to get rid of all the immigrants and foreigners out oh, of America. Shit. And then, which sounds interesting, but the film is based on the violence and of what a purge is. It was on fucking, like, 
don't basically the, the massive twist was that the cowboy this american cowboy needed the mexicans help to flee to mexico to escape this purge that was happening um so it was like oh well now it's now it's the american fleeing to mexico and it's the racist american who needs a mexican's help fleeing into their country and i was just like it's just so the day for me I, being don't be a racist yeah, pretty much yeah and I, I just thought it lost its touch because it tried to be such an ass kiss film like obviously people know not to be like that and it won't I feel like it was quite out of touch as well. Like it, it was it, it stereotyped what racism is rather than looking deeper into yeah. what it can be. It was just oh, American Mexican, get out of my country. No, I need to be in your country. Yeah. In a film that's probably not suited to to represent like a deeper meaning. Maybe yeah. I'm just well out of line and don't know it, what I'm talking about. But it'll be interesting to see who the director was for it. I'm not sure. If it but was that, a whitewashed director, then. But then, then that's, that, even that, worse. that's what I'm thinking about this film. If then they made the gothic girl the innocent one, they're then trying to implement a deeper meaning like oh, don't judge a book by its cover. When I think horror films should just be left to pure yeah. horror, making people scared. Yeah, I suppose. I don't so. even know if I'd like. I don't even know what I'd class that new purge as. Shite, if that was a genre. <laughs> the genre of shite. It just ne- does it, it fall into the pool and camp oh, genre? N- no, but purely because of its production value. Like the actors were still actors, named yeah. actors, so that the new actor. Uh, play a role it was more just a fucking story and I think The Purge should just be about fucking it should it should, it almost shouldn't have a story it should just be fucking chaos like man for a whole hour like the second hour. Purge is my favourite one the first one was good but it was a home invasion like horror film it was probably the most horror out of yeah. them all um, but the second one was Do you not think the mum out of The Purge looks like Z a little bit yeah like I was like version. holy shit yeah. like, I had to google it because I was like is it is it Lena Headey but it wasn't anyway so Felix and Z are in on it, and at this point, Erin is in the basement. The sheep is in the house, and he sees the dead body. This I really appreciated this. So he yeah. sees the dead body of his fellow killer, and he's devastated. Like, he's hammering the door, he's crying. Down, yeah. He does. He's so upset by it. And it's because they were brothers, right? Yeah, they were brothers, and they served together. Yeah, so he was absolutely crushed by this death. And that just fuels his rage even more. And so he's hammering this door that Erin is in. And at this point, luckily, Drake wakes up, giving Erin the chance to stab Sheepface with a screwdriver. And But this one's the one that doesn't sort of die. Yeah. Like, it, he, he comes and goes as he pleases, yeah. doesn't he? So now Drake is awake. Erin is safe. Sheepface is injured. Yeah, we're house. There's Wolfface as well, but we're not. We're not at Wolfface yet. No. So it turns out Erin is just a massive fucking badass and talks about, you know, a time about how she learned all these survival tactics and things like that. Do we think that's a cop-out for a final girl? Uh, no, uh, th- this this part of the story is what I forgot because I thought that she had military training, which is kind of similar but not actually it. I'd imagine... So maybe it's a little bit far-fetched. Maybe the fact that... Because he, he said that he raised her in the outback or something. Like, yeah. I don't know why you'd need to teach someone combat in the outback. It'd more be like hunting, surviving, shelters. Like, that, for me, is survivor stuff. Have you ever whereas, seen Creek? Yes, good film. That's the outback. Horrible film. Like, it's a good film, but it's a horrible film. Exactly. So you won't think, out there, you teach someone how to survive in terms of finding how to find drinkable water and stuff. I won't think, like, combat and yeah. setting up traps. But then maybe that involved hunting for animals, which you set up traps for, or... And if your dad is overprotective and worried about you, he probably would want you to learn a, a combat, like learn some type of combat or, or self Yeah, because like a shitload of crimes go on in the outback. Because n- nothing she did, actually, maybe it's not that far-fetched because if we're being realistic, all she really did, she didn't like out-karate someone. She like, she she had quick reactions, which would, if you, if you survive this training, you would have. And she she made use of the, like, she, she made use of resources, which is, again, something you probably learn about, like, make the most of what you've got. I just feel like it's, dip- like, I loved Erin. I thought she was a great final girl. Please don't get me wrong, and I'm not picking fault with the film. But I like a final girl where she's not invincible, which she turns out not to be at the end of the film. Mm. But all the way through the film, it was sort of like, yeah, Erin will fucking sort it. She's got it. She, she knows did, what She she's didn't doing. really have that close of a call, like, that close yeah, of a call. Yeah, and it's, but we learn why. She didn't yeah. have that close of a call. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But, you know, I like the idea of Halloween, Laura Strode, Sydney Prescott in screen because we see development. We see how, we, we see a build-up of them being scared to just, I don't really give a fuck. I'm just going to, yeah. I need to get through this. That, that That's a franchise, though, isn't it? But Laura even in Scream 1, there is still a, 
there's still a definite development, and I just think that Erin being so badass all the way through it. But I, I get, I get what you're saying, but I like. I feel like the film is based around her being badass. It's not. Yeah. It's not meant to show progression because, show, like show, showing progression is like it. It can go either way or even like for me, I'd say that more about Hush. Like at least Erin's got a reason to have these types of skills. It's been very Hollywooded, like in the terms of it's, it's like over exaggerated how many skills she probably did learn from this. I'll give you that. It is. Mm. It is like. It seems like she's invincible. She's impenetrable. Yeah, yeah, yeah but the. It's. It, I think this is a. It's a weird. I, I get what you're saying. It's just. It's a weird film. I, I like the fact that she just don't take shit from the start. Um, and to be fair, no, I, I get what you're saying, but I, I don't know. I, I, I it's refreshing to not have a final girl that cowers away in the corner. Yeah, at the start. it is. But and and they give her a they give her a justifiable reason to be like that. Maybe it's because you don't actually. Like all, all that happens is we're being told that it's like a story. We don't. Yeah. Actually, we don't actually see it or anything. Like see or. Hear, hear it from herself beforehand. It's just kind of slapped on. There's no backstory like, oh, she's to got, it. She's got survived. She's she's done training. That's why she's yeah. fucking taken on. I, I think it would have been maybe better if they didn't say that these. I know they didn't say there were special forces, but they said they served together, mm. which meant that there was definitely in some sort of armed forces. And the chances that like the army and that, like don't get me wrong, uh, like nothing wrong with them, but. They're like, I think they're quite like the basics of like what a soldier should be. Mm. And then you get the special forces, like, which are a lot harder to get into, require a lot more training. Yeah. Who are seriously like special skilled, trained to fucking kill and stuff. So maybe, <clears throat> maybe that was a mistake on their part, making them ex armed forces, but chances are special forces. Because I'd imagine it'd be fucking, it, it doesn't matter how much survivors training you had. The difference between having survivors training from your dad and yeah. military training. In so maybe it's forces. not the stupidity of maybe it's not sorry the this um, complete instincts of Erin like the mm. badassery of Erin. Maybe it's the stupidity of the killers, possibly, yeah. and the weakness of the killers because you you know especially there's four of them right, yeah. not including like yeah, Felix yeah, yeah, and yeah. that, but there's four of them. There's no way one so to, untrained. To me, definitely two of them served. Because the brother says, oh, Felix says to him, you serve with your brother. The, is it Tom or something, the one with the beard? Mm. He he might have, but he just seemed more like a psycho to me. He just seemed to be there for, because he liked killing. But he very well he very well could have been in like ex-military. So yeah, you're right. For her to take on at least two, even two is a lot, let alone four um, military trained individuals. Yeah. When... They're they're weaponed up, body armored up. Then they'll know the layout of the house. Yeah, um, but she doesn't. I'm guessing that's why they were staying there before because it don't make much sense for them. But there's, but then the yeah, but it means they lock them in the house. What do you mean? So there was a there was one kill, one killer with a crossbow. Sheep had a crossbow, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, but he had loads of bottles of water and a bottle of piss. And yeah, he, the dad says you've been they've been spying on us for days. I think there's like a a loss of time in this film somewhere. That's something else to bring up. Yeah, because for me, when Erin and that. I think it was Erin and Crispin. Crispin arrived on the night before their anniversary. Yeah. The next day was their anniversary. And that's what I thought the day, the day all this was happening yeah. on. But then the dad said they've been spying on us for days. And I was kind of like, how long have you been there? Like I thought this was just the day after yesterday. Unless the dad and mum got there early, like days earlier, and they just never showed. I don't know. No, was... because they say the builders left the doors open yeah. last time they were in. But yeah, I'm, it's I'm, a weird one. I'm guessing I'm guessing they stayed in the house to learn the layout of it. I'm guessing. If you if you're military, then you definitely are gonna wanna plot your base. Yeah, yeah you don't you don't just turn up on the day and think, fuck it, let's start shooting into the house. You'd have you'd have they'd literally have planned out which room stuff would happen in, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So uh it turns out yeah, te- well, who is it? Yeah, it's Drake and Felix now, isn't it? So Felix t- tells Drake that Kelly is dead because originally Erin told Drake she didn't know where Kelly was because she wanted to spare his feelings. Yeah. And so she's like, oh, I don't know where she is. But uh, Felix is just like, no, she died. Mm. And he, like, Drake sort of loses it. And then Felix just starts stabbing yeah. Drake with tools. It's a fucking good scene, this. Like, it's, you can see it in Felix's eyes how, how shocked he is at what he's doing himself. Yeah. You can see in Drake's eyes how shocked he is at his brother's stabbing him because... And it's such a well done scene because he's stabbing him, but not with knives. It's fucking like tool shed tools, yeah. like, and, and he's, he's putting one in after the other and just going, "Why won't you die?" And you can see Felix is panicking because he wants to get this over with, and you can just see the disbelief in Drake's eyes as to what's yeah. just happened, and the look in eye to eye as well. It's 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 a it's a quite um, an intense scene, it like is. when they're staring at it each other. It was sad. I yeah, found it, it a little sad. bit sad. 
So at this point, Erin and Z are like trying to houseproof against the the guys that are holding yeah. them down. And I love this bit where Z's just about to whack her with a wood like nail piled wood board, yeah. and she turns around just at the right time, and she's like, "Yeah, there you go," down. and hands it over to her. And she sort of she's she ends up seeing uh, Crispin's dad like dead dad on the floor. And sees that there's somebody behind her. So at this point, Z's been left to do the last board and nail, and then Erin's gone up to sort of get some help. She she just jumps through the window straight away. Smart move. Smart move. No just bullshit. Leap. Just yeah. you know, just straight out that window. But she does take a big shard of glass to the leg. I thought at first, like when it shows you, it went because then she runs off into the woods and sits down. Um, and you see the glass, and I think just fucking pull it out. But then as she starts pulling it out, it's like it's a machete. Huge. It's fucking huge. And I was like, fuck me, fair, fair enough, that is going to work a bit. Then I really like this small attention to detail. So the screwdriver she stabbed... Sheep head with. Sheep head with. Um, stabbed him in the back and he ran out. So he, he, the last time we saw him, it was in his back. She sat down at this tree, like, taking a, taking a, the glass out and, and looking at the wound. And then she sees blood on the floor and sees the screwdriver yeah. fucking next to this pile of blood. So she knows that that's where the sheep head was. And then out comes a crossbow. He sees her. And she narrowly gets missed by an arrow. See, this is what I mean by a crossbow being a shit weapon because that reload time is the re- a lot. The reload time, and you've got to, you've got to be quite accurate with it. Like, yeah. It's got, to, it's got to hit like a vital organ. Like, if you just hit someone in the back or in the shoulder, or you're only going to wound them, aren't you? Yeah, really? you're not going to kill them. So she gets back to the house and the sheep man gets into the house but then stands on the board of nails Oh, this is yeah. another one. It's like the glass where he's pulling off his sock and then yeah. pulling off the board <clears> and nail. Erin's hiding behind a set of curtains, and Felix comes downstairs and he's like, "Why, why don't do that here? You can't have your yeah. DNA all over the place." And he's like, "I think that's the least of our problems yeah. right now." So that now Erin now knows that Felix and D are in, in it. Yeah. E, e, what's it? Z. Z. That's it. Yeah. So Z and. Felix have been properly found out and it means now as well that Erin can't be a witness because she knows for sure that they're involved in it. And they're just talking about the... Uh, the what are they just talking about? Getting more money and then the phone starts ringing. Yeah. And it's Erin's phone. Yeah. So this is where you find out the inheritance that... The, the plan was... Feel, at this moment in time, the audience now knows that the plan was... So Felix wants the inheritance from the family, so he's got to kill all He's made a deal off. with these with these four people, saying if you come and kill my family on this night, um, we'll we'll make it seem like it was a random attack. We'll get all the inheritance, and you get paid X amount. The killers then actually go wants to kill Felix, doesn't he? He asked for the repeat. He asked for his. He asked for Tom's opinion to say like, I want to kill this guy. Why shouldn't I? Yeah. And then he says, because we've come this far, and we'll have nothing to show for it unless unless yeah. he stays alive, and that that's. Also, may I add that I just completely missed this out, but Z trying to seduce Felix on the yeah, bed near that, his dead mum was a bit fucking weird. Yeah, that uh, that was obviously done to try and make like show how fucked up Z was. Yeah, but they didn't really spend much time on that before, so I feel like that was just a really dark way for it to go. And I'm glad to be fa- I'm glad that Felix didn't say yes, just because you get the idea. Before that time, that maybe Z was the one who wore the trousers, and this yeah. might have been all her idea, and he just kind of does what she says. But he wasn't. He was like, "No, this conversation's done," and like leave. So it shows that he does have a bit of a backbone. Yeah, but it was fucking weird. Mm. But and she ends up throat punching the sheep guy before running, and stabs stabs him in the head, and he's done. So simple but effective kills. Yeah. So now straight in the head. It's uh, it's done. Uh, she sees, uh, so she sees booby traps in the house as well and she, the wolf mask is chasing her and I really like how they paid attention to this but then didn't talk about it till right at the end because it, I just thought it was really clever and we'll go on to it a little bit more in the end but Erin uses the darkness and sets off camera flashes so that it's to her advantage so she can see sheep head not sheep head wolf head more than Wolfhead can yeah. see her, but it was so good. It was super effective. I think it was super effective to watch. I, I really enjoyed the scene. It's very it, unbelievable. Yeah, it's a bit far fetched, but it did make for a really good scene. I'm not. I'm not commenting. The reason you watch a film is because they make stuff seem yeah like more it, than it is. It, yeah, it's in reality. It could happen, but no one Probably would ever not. really do that. But it looks sick if it does. So I'm not saying, oh, that's unrealistic. I'm just yeah. saying like that was that's probably the only part in the film where I thought, oh, that's. 
That that's obviously done for cinemas purposes. It's that, sort for, of for what, like the wanted. That, like, how do we get strobe lighting in yeah, this scene without? Yeah, that's Yeah, because that's 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 like a ghost a ghost film um, yeah. technique where it's constant flashes, flashes, and there's a ghost in front of you. Yeah, like, I think in, um, um, it's happened in the haunted house. LLC did it as well. Hell pa- house. That was yeah, it. paranormal. Uh, not paranormal activity. Insidious, I think, has done it. Yeah, it was with the when they were doing the gas mask, yeah. strobe lighting, flashing, and yeah. this, this stuff stood around. So it it was nice to see it in a film that wasn't about a paranormal, but it paranormal was good. demon. And I, I like and I like that it was actually her hunting him this time. Like it won't you was kind of waiting for you was more scared of Erin to jump out than you was of anything else. Yeah, and she bludgeons him with a wooden log, and yeah. that is pretty fucking gross as well. It is disgusting. So Erin comes out and she's sort of like wandering around, not really knowing what to do, and Felix shoots her through the window. But she's disappeared, so we presume that he didn't actually yeah, shoot her. You, you see the bent arrow on the floor, and yeah, so he, he completely missed her. Erin, they end up in the kitchen. I fucking love this bit where he was like, she threw soup on him, and he's like, It's not even hot, you dumb yeah, bitch. That, but he don't that, finish it because he falls yeah, over. That was a fucking good bit of comedy, that. I it did. was like light comedy. Yeah, I long. laughed. Yeah, I was like, That's was really good. funny. So he slips on the soup. There's a big fight, but she ends up blending Felix's head, which. Great kill. Great kill. Again, just, mate. Again, yeah, it's, unbelievable. It's for, great. It's for that. That part's not like this could actually happen. It's all let's make something fucking interesting for the film and stuck a blender on top of his head. <laughs> it was good though, and then stabs a knife through Z. Probably the best kills. Like I, I just like I like that that, that. that was my favorite kill scene of the film. Even though the the, oh, the door one is good when she gets a yeah. slip. But I just I just like the way it's blending in the head, and then it's just cutting her bullshit out. Takes a knife out of her own back. There's a little knife flip of it and then just stabs, stabs fucking in uh, stabs Z straight in the head. I just love the way that she's sitting in between them both at the end, like, thank fuck yeah. for that. And then Felix's phone rings and she answers it and it's Crispin mm. and he's explaining, you know, I know you think I'm a coward, I'm really sorry, but Asking I can't deal done, with yeah. all that gross shit. You know, I can't deal with that. I'm emotionally scared or whatever and blah, blah, blah. So there's a final showdown between Erin and Crispin and he says that she wouldn't have been hurt. He said he wanted her as a witness. Do you believe it? I believe that as part of the plan, but you've got to remember, you've got to remember, Chris. I don't think that would have gone down because by Crispin leaving the house, is now kind of Free lost control game. of what happens, and the fact that Erin had seen the faces of Felix and blah blah, she'd have had to have died. She'd have had to have died. Yeah, I think that maybe was start the plan. It does make sense to have a witness there who's nothing to do with. But yeah. then, but then isn't that what Z is? Oh, but then, because you're thinking, oh, as he looks a bit like on the dark side, so yeah. get someone who's a bit normal, got doing a master's degree, there's nothing shady going on. Like, I'd imagine just from looking at the way she is and the way her character, she's probably got a criminal record, blah, blah, blah. The police the police wouldn't trust a word as far as I could throw her. And Whereas, he, And he does say to her, you know, how does 500k sound to start off, finish yeah, paying he's, student he's, loans off? And, you know, she's sort of standing there in disbelief. And for a minute, I was like, no way is she going to uh, take yeah. it. Yeah. No and way. He even mentions engagement. Like, he's trying yeah, to... Yeah, he's like, we can get engaged. But what, what I like about this is he doesn't fathom that she might kill him. He just thinks that he, she might grass him in. She yeah. Because Erin stood there with a knife in her hand and you'd have thought... And she didn't have that when she was sat in the kitchen on the phone. So she's picked that up on the way. So she's... She's there You, you knew in her head she's there to kill him. And he's coming out with engagement. I can, like, we'll never have to work. You can quit your job. Uh, 500 grand and that's just in the first month and all, all this shit and he gets closer and closer but he's so naive and he, yeah. you can tell he's such he's so naive and he's so fucking self-centered he doesn't actually think that he's gonna he's gonna die for what's about to happen and I think it's also because he left pretty early on so he never saw Erin in like a full yeah, bad I was just about to say that we are, he, he hasn't seen the true extent as well yeah. how much of no fuck she gives whereas <laughs> no the audience given. is like oh this guy's fuck like she's gonna kill him and <laughs> then yeah he, he gets Gets, gets a knife stabbed in the, in the jugular. And then a little bit of a curveball at the end when the police turn up. Fuck shoot. me. That I lost my head at that bit. So he, sh- he shoots... Um, he shoots Erin. Shoot, Erin's just finished stabbing uh, Chris Burn. The copper turns up because... Yeah, I've got to, we forgot to mention, Felix turns a cell phone jammer off at some point, which means that a text that Erin sent out earlier on to the police had got through. There. So we knew earlier on in the film that would have been, there would be a police turn up at some point. Turns up just as Erin's finished stabbing. He takes a shot at Erin, goes back to his car. Doesn't call shots fired, which officers have to do if they yeah. fired a gun. But yeah. he's he's panicking. He, get, he he calls up someone, but then and then he goes to walk through the front door. But Erin's trying to stop him because yeah. she knows it's been she knows it's been booby trapped, which she saw earlier on yeah. and we saw earlier on in the film. Well, she booby trapped it herself, didn't yeah. she? She's, she's set the trap. And up. she's like, no, 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 and she even though she's just been shot, 
she still tries to stop him but it it, it would have killed him axe in the head and then that that cuts out that was a film that's the end of the film great film but we never know if she survives or not which is which is difficult because i don't know if she would i think she would have done do you think so yeah i mean i don't think the fresh meat dead meat every time fucking dead meat counter would have counted it as a kill if you're gonna kill someone off in a horror you've got to kill them off like it's, it's different when it's like a serial killer and that but if you want if you want a character to die you like you're making a character die so the audience feels something you're, yeah. not, you're not just going to have her either survive or or uh, you're not you're not just going to have a like either way she might die she might not i think if they wanted her dead that would have been such a big impact that it made sure you knew she was well dead. it might have just been open for a sequel that's in the why. original scream 4 ending uh both Sydney and Jill were laid on the floor and it was they were left for dead and that was going to be the end of the film. Like We didn't know which one survived. Now, I'm so fucking glad that didn't happen because can you imagine 10 years later... What, so they want a hospital scene in the, in no. the original? Oh, shit. We don't know who survived. Fucking hell. We, like, and Jill was supposed to get away with it. Like It was supposed to end with Sydney like, laid dying on the floor and Jill next to her mimicking it and then that being the end of the film after yeah. they cart Jill off in the ambulance. That was supposed to be the gold. end. No, it wouldn't. It, I, won't, it wouldn't offer diehard Sydney fans, but I think for the franchise it would have been. I good. feel like I couldn't have. Co- Can you imagine? Like that was when was that even released? Two thousand and what? Two thousand and ten? Was it a two thousand and ten film? So waiting another eleven years to work out whether yeah, Sydney Prescott yeah, was could alive you or how dead. Yeah, you'd have been for Scream Five, like like seeing it advertised. You'd have like now we know. Well, they'd have left her out. We know it. Sydney Gale and Dewey are alive. We know they're all going to be in the next one. And it, we kind of know. We, we kind of know what the song's going to be after this. Whereas, imagine if you knew nothing about Scream in the trailer, like you see Sydney in a hospital bed. You don't know what's going to happen, and then Scream Five is she's alive and she comes out kicking ass and stuff. But uh, you know, like how. Um, for a few, like at the end of Halloween, H two O, yeah, Laurie, uh, Laurie Strode chops Michael Myers' head yeah. off, but you find out that it wasn't him. It wasn't him. That the, the was supposed to find that out that it wasn't him in the end of that film. But they left. But it. they left it because Laurie said, "Let's leave people in the franchise thinking he's dead for a few years, and then it'll it just re it just reignites stuff." Do you know what I mean? Like I whereas, couldn't I couldn't have done the outcome of Sydney Prescott's fate for ten years. I think I'd have lost my head. Yeah, but it made it made Scream Five so much. But more. I think they'd have run with it. I think they'd have not shown her in the trailer at all or anything like that, and then she'd have. But I up. I think they'd have had to because that would have showed a lot of interest. It would it would have pissed off like you 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 want to turn I up. Mean, Watch it. I'd have been like, you, no. you said if Sydney dies in it, you won't watch it. No, like, I won't. So if if you hadn't seen Sydney in the trailer and you you presumed she was dead, you won't turn up to watch no, it. So that'd not. be too much of a risk. But then I sort of knew that Donna had died in Mamma Mia, and I still went because I was like, is she dead? Isn't she dead? We don't know. Mm. And she died within like the first two minutes. We knew she died, and I just sobbed the whole film after that. You've just cut your two. I thought I did, but I, have, I haven't. I thought okay. I did. <laughs> right, fun facts. What fun you got? facts. Right, what's the budget? I don't know why I'm covering my work like I'm a child. I, I can't read that anyway. Um, my writing's upside. lovely. Oh, I meant it was upside down. <laughs> and it is small. It is small, I agree. Um, uh, 19 million. You are way off. Am I? 1 million. Is that it? That was the budget. It doesn't feel like, it doesn't look like a 1 million, like no, the, the production value well there, but it doesn't have massively named actors, not ones that no, I recognised before anyway. That's true. I need to bear that in mind, actors play a big part. Box office. See, it was good, and I think it. I think it did. It, it it performed well, but it wasn't like a box office breaker, like a like a like a fucking huge yeah. hit. Where it wasn't like paranormal. Activity it didn't it reach was. mainstream film, which yeah, is what like paranormal activity and that did. It brought it brought people in who don't watch horror to watch horror. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Oh, is, is it is it more? Than, it's not one million. Is it more? Than, uh, sixty-four million. Twenty-six point. Oh, million. I fucking knew it! I knew it. Be, <laughs> I knew it'd be under fifty. I don't know why I went higher. It's just because I like the film. Okay, so the fun facts are: there's not many for the film, but the guy in the tiger mask was also the screenwriter for the whole film, oh, so sure. he played a part in it. The majority of the film was shot with handheld cameras to build tension. Ooh. Just a very fucking steady hand. Yeah. Uh, it had a fifteen body count. Although the movie didn't do well at box office, it gained a 79% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. And it's regarded as like a cult classic now. Like yeah. it's got a cult following the the film itself. And the original ending was Erin being killed by the police officer. 
I'm glad they didn't do that because that would have been a fucking slap in the face because you did root for this film. Yeah, you did root for all the way around. And there was supposed to be a sequel that involved a higher level of the crime gang. Going after Erin. Going after, I thought, yeah. I, I, I was thinking when I watched the film. No, was... not going after Erin. Going after, like, looking at the origin of the assassin, like, the assassin's group oh, and stuff I, like I, that. Erin wasn't supposed to be involved in the original I, sequel. I thought if it was going to be a sequel, it would be the fathers or the brothers or the... the, the Business that run these like hire out these hitmen or whatever, whatever it may be, chasing Erin for killing. All it's of them. it is looking at the business, but it's not looking at Erin specifically. But that was it. Okay, so it's your would you rather this? It's my would you rather, and it is a would you rather. Holy shit! Would and I've I've had this down for weeks, so it's a good one. <laughs> I've literally <laughs> I've literally just paused it. it. Took fifteen seconds and come back. <laughs> so would so say you're in a you're in a home invasion mm-hmm. situation. Would you rather, as you are now, so your your abilities now, but you have a pistol with one magazine in the drawer? How much or, is in a magazine? Uh, seven rounds. So you've got seven rounds. Seven bullets. Seven bullets, yeah, seven right. bullets. Or, Speak out of Call of Duty terms, because I don't have Or have uh, ten years like survive, like survival training. So which would you rather have? Bearing in mind the gun Probably. comes, the gun comes with the magazine out. So Ten like, years of survival training. Would you? I don't even know how to load a gun, <laughs> so uh, I'd be like, just pause a second. <laughs> Is I, there an instruction manual anywhere? I, I'd take the gun, mate, because I think I would know how to load it. Yeah, I wouldn't have a clue. It. So I would probably be better That's fair with enough. survival techniques. That was quite a good one. God, mm-hmm. you must have spent ages thinking about that. I know. It's been written down since I thought it was episode <laughs> six. I've <Episode> <laughs> just been holding out for I was just waiting for this particular film. Because it <laughs> holding it out. Right, what film Right, are my with? film that we are going to be watching next week is Case 39. Case 39. It's Case 39. I think I've heard about it, but I haven't seen it. I love it. I watched it a few years ago. It's not It's not like a, a slasher horror. It's, it's more of a paranormal one but not quite a paranormal one it's a really it's a weird one but it's good mm. and I, I really like it it's got a story behind it as well which is really interesting and I think I do like, like those. It. there's another one like that I can't remember it's like this it's one of them films that have got like a story behind there's like there's like a deeper meaning rather than yeah. you know, I've just said horror shouldn't do that but it's not it's not a horror where people it's like a horror thriller there's like a story of a what thriller it behind I'm it I'm sure I told you to watch it and I think you did it's one where there's loads of different levels oh yeah 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 I know what you mean did you watch it yeah. it was fucking good that it one, was very good it was was it called levels I don't know. It was called something to do with the floors, wasn't it? Platform. It might have been platform. Platform. Yeah. I think it was platform. It was very when good. When it's like three hundred and you can you, you rotate on which ones. Yeah, it was good. We'll have to do that one soon. We will. All right. Well, Thursday will be my mini episode where we're going to be ranking screen killers. Oh yeah, I forgot we were going to do that. This is exciting. Um, and then yeah, it'll be case case thirty nine, was case it? Case thirty nine. Case thirty nine on Monday. So thanks for listening. Right. See you later. Bye. <laughs>